everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for a story request. Hi, Lucy. My name is Elsie. I'd love a story about a mermaid named Annika who meets a merminny named Coral. Together, they must save the ocean from an oil spill monster who teams up with a sea witch. The ocean is a very big place. Not only is it very wide, but it's very deep too, and home to all sorts of life. As humans, it's not easy for us to see that life. We just catch glimpses when we travel on boats or planes or even submarines. What we see is just a tiny, tiny part of what's out there. To really be able to see it and appreciate it, then it helps to be a mermaid like Annika. Annika could swim wherever she liked, from the ocean depths to the shallow reefs. And wherever she went, she did her best to help the wildlife that she encountered. She helped a lost dolphin rediscover its pod after it had gone the wrong way. She'd helped clear up a raft of floating plastic that was threatening a beach used by sea turtles. And she even untangled an old fishing net that had caught around a humpback whale's fins. But all of these problems were nothing compared to what she'd discovered along the edge of the Pacific Ocean. She'd been swimming happily through the waters close to the surface when she discovered a seabird in distress. It was on the verge of drowning, its body coated in a thick black ooze that had ruined the waterproofing of its feathers. It was struggling to stay afloat. Whatever happened to you? asked Annika as her head bobbed above the water. The poor seabird could do nothing more than cough and splutter. Oh, it looks like you've run into an oil spill, said the worried mermaid. Oil spills were dangerous for all sea creatures, and if she didn't act quickly, this poor bird wasn't going to last. Gently supporting its body, Annika carried it to the safety of a small nearby island. Here, she settled the bird on dry land before returning to see if any other creatures were in distress. She was surprised to find another bird, a large albatross, in a similar mess, followed by a seal and a humpbolt penguin. One by one, she got them to the safety of the island before returning once again. Annika thought it was strange that she'd found four oil-covered animals, but so far, no oil spill. As she searched for more creatures in need of help, she was surprised to spy an oil-covered porpoise that appeared to be swimming backwards across the sea's surface. She'd never seen such a sight and was about to investigate when a voice called out to her. At first, she thought it was the porpoise itself, until she saw something waving at her from beside the porpoise's tail. Could you, could you give me a hand, please? said the mystery person. Swimming closer, Annika was surprised to see it was another mermaid, or at least it looked like a mermaid. 
except she was so much smaller. What can I do? asked Annika. This porpoise seems to have run into an oil spill, said the tiny mermaid. I was trying to take him somewhere safe, but he's a bit too big for me to pull. Here, let me, said Annika. And I have somewhere we can go too. The pair of them guided the porpoise to the island, where Annika showed them the assortment of oil covered creatures. Oh my, said the tiny mermaid. This is terrible, Annika agreed. And yet, I couldn't see an oil spill. I've no idea how these creatures came to be in such a mess. Well, we can't leave them like this. My name's Coral, by the way, said the little mermaid. My people have a special potion we mix up from kelp, seagrass, and sargasm that will help clean them up. Come on, we need to find the ingredients. Your people? questioned Annika. But aren't you a mermaid like me? Oh no, said Coral as they raced through the water. I'm a mermini. We're much smaller than you merfolk. Annika had heard of merminis before, but she thought that they were just stories. And yet, here was Coral, as large as life. They soon found what they needed, and Coral got to work mixing the potion together in half a coconut shell. Sure enough, when they rubbed it onto the feathers of the seabird, the oil was absorbed by it, leaving the bird refreshed. They repeated the process on the porpoise, albatross, seal, and humpback penguin. All the rescued animals were exhausted by their ordeal, so Annika and Coral left them to rest. Do you think we should go and see if anyone else needs our help? Asked Coral. Good idea, said Annika. And I'd like to discover the source of this spill. If we can do that, we can stop other creatures from getting into trouble. But despite their efforts, they not only found no trace of the oil spill, but no more troubled creatures either. It was looking as if the trail had gone cold. I just don't understand it," said Annika, as they found themselves searching along the coastal cliffs close to where humans lived. I've never known an oil spill to just disappear like that before. The sea had pounded a cave into the base of the cliffs, and it was here that Coral suddenly reached out and grabbed Annika's arm. There, you see, there's oil on those rocks before that cave. Yes," replied Annika. "There must be a pipe or or a leaky oil drum in there. Come on, let's check it out." They swam closer, weary of running into any oil in the water. But what they weren't expecting was to hear voices. Keeping to the shadows, they crept as far forward as they dared. "Oh, oh, oh what should we do next?" said a slow, happy voice. That was so much fun splodging the porpoise. <laughs> I want to do that again. Patience, you big oily buffoon! Someone replied with a menacing tone. I don't want to draw too much attention in case those meddling mermaids find out. Annika and Coral were close enough now to see a large, gloopy oil spill monster sat on a rock at the cave's rear, and next to him, a sea witch. She was wearing a cloak of seaweed and wore fish skulls in her hair. At the sight of her, Coral gasped and had to quickly cover her mouth with her hand. Ducking beneath the surface, 
She grabbed Annika's hand and pulled her to a safe distance away. Annika was naturally concerned by Coral's reaction. Do you know her? she asked. Coral nodded. She's the evil witch that stole me from my family and turned me into a mermini. This surprised Annika. So what were you before? A mermaid, just like you, said Coral sadly. I was too small to remember my own family, but the merminis took me in and looked after me. That horrible sea witch is always coming by and giving us trouble. Annika was finding it difficult to speak. Coral's story had struck a deep chord with her. Coral, she managed eventually. When I was much smaller, I had a sister called Coral who vanished on the night of the full moon. Coral looked close to tears. The, the sea witch carried me away under a full moon. I, I remember that, she sobbed. They embraced one another. Long lost sisters reunited at last. Oh, I can't believe it, said Annika, gloriously happy. Me neither, grinned Coral, before glancing towards the cave. But we've got a problem we need to deal with. Those two are clearly planning more mischief. Let's be brave, said Annika, clutching her sister's hand. We need to sneak back in there and find out what they're up to. They returned to their hiding place, barely poking their heads above the gentle waves. And just in time, too, the sea witch was rubbing her hands with glee. I want to play the meanest trick on those merminis that I've ever played. <laughs> cackled the witch. Not far from here is one of the human shipping containers. It was swept off a ship during a storm and sank to the sea bottom. I'm going to trick those merminis into thinking it's full of treasure, but when they open it, they'll discover you hiding inside. I want you to give them an oily splattering like no other. <laughs> what a shock it will be. I can't wait to see the look on their faces. <laughs> oh, that is very good, laughed the lumbering monster. I will, I will make them all so mucky and yucky. Annika and Coral slipped away, beating their tails hard to put them far from the cave. Annika knew exactly what shipping container they were talking about. What are we going to do? asked Coral, sounding worried. How could they be so mean? Don't worry, said Annika. I've got an idea, but we're going to need some help. Once the oil spill monster was securely hidden in the shipping container, the wicked sea witch headed off in the direction of the Merminis village. Oh, I'm going to get those miniature mermaids good with this trick, she cackled nastily. But unknown to her, high above her head, the albatross circled, watching her. He called to the seabird some distance ahead, who plunged into the water to alert the Humboldt penguin. By the time the sea witch arrived, the group of friends were ready and waiting. Annika, Coral, the seal, and the porpoise leapt from their hiding places, dragging the old fishing net that Annika had once untangled from the humpback whale behind them. The sea witch blundered straight into it. Gah! What trickery is this? She screeched. Let me out! Let me out! Oh no, said Coral. We're not done with you yet. 
The friends hauled the sea witch all the way back to the shipping container, where the humble penguin threw open the door just as Annika and Coral guided the fishing net before it. No! wailed the sea witch as the large oily hands of the oil spill monster reached out of the darkness to grab her. Got you, you little merminies! Ho 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 ho! giggled the monster and dragged her inside. The penguin slammed the door shut behind her. We did it! laughed Coral. We caught them both! We did, didn't we? Annika grinned. The next problem, though, was what to do with the evil pair. They felt that this was just too big a decision just for them. It was time, they decided, for the mermaids to meet the merminis and to work together on an answer. While the two groups of merfolk worked this out, Annika and Coral returned to the little island where they'd helped rescue the sea creatures. It was a quiet, beautiful spot and proved to be the perfect place for the two sisters to get to know one another once more. They had a lot to talk about. Oh, I'm so pleased to have found you again, smiled Annika. And to think we met while both helping sea creatures in need, pointed out Coral. We're both clearly good at it. Then let's not stop, suggested Annika. We could create a rescue center right here. Whatever the problem, we can be there to help. Oh, that's a brilliant idea, said Coral, and squeezed her big sister tightly. A flapping of wings announced that the albatross had arrived all in a fluster. An octopus was trapped beneath a rotting shipwreck that had collapsed on the seabed. Sounds like a job for us, said Annika. And so, hand in hand, the two sisters raced off to the rescue. The